Hello everyone, my name is Ruth. Welcome to Just Being Ruthie. For those who know the podcast Nime Obim, I Nime Obim, <laughs> meaning inside my heart in the Igbo language, I decided to change the podcast name to Just Being Ruthie because it just represents me more because I'm literally just being me, Ruthie. I'm showing you the dark, vulnerable hard to share parts of my hearts and how I have brought them to light and I hope that the tips that I give you the stories that I tell you I pray that they will resonate with your heart with your situation and that you too will heal from whatever wound has cut you Hello everyone and welcome to Just Being Ruthie. My name is Ruth and I talk about issues of the heart. Today I would like to discuss rejection. We've all been rejected by someone, by some place, an opportunity, and it doesn't feel good. But today I'm going to talk specifically about rejection from a person that we want. But first, we're going to look at the Bible, as always, about a beautiful story of rejection. We're going to look at the story of Jacob, Rachel, and Leah. For those who are unfamiliar with the Bible, Jacob uh, Jacob is a man in the Bible who loved Rachel. He wanted to marry Rachel and asked Rachel's dad for her hand in marriage. However, Rachel's dad, Laban, um, sneakishly gave him his other daughter his first daughter Leah Leah was not the prettiest girl she was cross-eyed and Jacob quite frankly was not feeling Leah he was feeling Rachel the younger sister but it was not in their culture for the younger sister to marry first which is why or which is why Laban said that he gave Leah to Jacob instead of Rachel So Jacob worked another seven years just to have the wife that he wanted. However, his first wife was hated. In Genesis 29, verse 31, it says, And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Even just mere toleration is hatred. Jacob had not enough love, or probably no love at all, for Leah. And this woman from verse 32 all the way to honestly the end of the chapter was conceiving children just so that um, Jacob could love her. However, Jacob did not love her as much as he loved Rachel. And I just want to talk about this for a few minutes here. Um, There are times in life where we want to be loved by a certain man, a certain woman, and we're just so confused and just so frustrated or just so sad that the feelings are not reciprocated um there are some people who will say oh that's just god's divine protection and whatnot um and so and though i do agree with that i do have other theories as to why people do not give us the love that we give them.
So thank you for joining me here. And I am so excited to have you along this journey. All of 2021 was literally just me being rejected from January to December. (laughs) It was just, and literally it was just those months of rejection and tears and like, why doesn't he love me? Why doesn't he want me? What's wrong with me? All those type of things. Um, Listen, let's break it down. And the Holy Spirit led me to Genesis chapter 29, the whole story of Jacob, Rachel, and Leah. But I focused more on Leah, simply because Leah was the rejected one. She was the rejected wife of Jacob, the wife who Jacob did not want. The wife, Jacob was like, hey, like, what are you doing in this bed? Like, it was just, Jacob didn't want her, okay? He wanted her younger sister, Rachel. That was the woman he loved, not Leah. Long story short, Jacob wanted to marry Rachel, but Laban, her father, said, no, you have to marry my first daughter, Leah, because she's the oldest and it goes against our tradition for the youngest to marry before the oldest. So that's how Leah now became Jacob's wife. Jacob never wanted Leah. Leah is a rejected wife. And she was here having children for Jacob in hopes that he would one day love her. Jacob did not ever love Leah. Okay, like, or maybe he did end up loving her, but definitely not to the same regard as he loved Rachel. As you read the story of Leah, you would see and you would learn that God never answered her prayer for Jacob to love her. And there are two reasons why I believe he never answered that prayer. One reason, it would go against the character of God. It would go against who he is. God is not a manipulative God. God doesn't make anyone love us. He gives us our free will. He gives people the free will to choose whomever they want to love. And then he gives us help to love whom we have chosen to love. Okay, so that person must first choose to love you before God can help them love you. It would go against his character because he's not manipulative, nor will he say yes to prayers rooted in manipulation. Because that's what witchcraft is for, okay? You go to a witch to give you what you want. God isn't going to do any manipulation. He, he loves you and that person too much to come and manipulate our hearts to benefit one person. It's pretty selfish, actually, of me to say, hey, God, make this guy want me. No, okay, he's not going to do that. Okay, he if he doesn't even force me to want him, that is God. Um, if God doesn't force you to love him, so why would he come and now force somebody's son to come and love you, somebody's daughter to come and love you? It goes completely against his character. There are a few things I learned from this story. Number one, um, God sees my rejection. He saw that I was rejected. He saw that that man did not want me. He saw that that man did not want me and still stayed around. He saw that that man did not want me but didn't know how to tell me. He saw it all, okay? He saw what I couldn't see. He understood what I couldn't understand. But the most important thing, the most comforting thing is the fact that God saw like God saw the rejection and that's really just all the comfort that I really needed. But as God always does, he went further. 
I think one of the hardest things about rejection is the baggage that it comes with. It doesn't just come with sadness. It comes with low self-esteem. It comes with lack of self-confidence. It comes with questioning your self-worth. It just alters how you think about yourself. And it's just extremely painful. And I believe it is extremely painful because it's rooted in our identity when somebody rejects us we're thinking they're rejecting who we are and everything that we are and while that may be true it's not true in every case some people are just rejecting aspects of you or aspects of what you desire they may be rejecting the relationship that you desire from them um, but they want you still that's why some people just want you as a friend but now don't go and land yourself in a situation because they want you as a friend. Really, they just want your body, okay? Or um, some people may just want your money, your brains, um, your connections. And as I'm getting older, especially as like 25 plus, I'm noticing people wanting to be friends with people simply based on what they've achieved and not even based on who that person is and i think that's just problems that come with 25 plus as people are getting situated in their careers people are becoming more successful people are just meeting more people and life is just changing and people are just looking for something good to hold on to um but in trying to look for something to hold on to they are in a way rejecting the being of a person. They are rejecting who a person is, but they want to have what that person has, if that makes sense. Like we all want to be loved and accepted. Even the hardest woman, hardest guy on this earth just wants to be loved and accepted. It's easier, it's kinder, it's gentler. And rejection just comes with numerous questions like, did they really want me for me? Or what did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? It just makes you question yourself, but never or rarely the rejecter. And by doing so, we accept their judgment without even questioning their credibility. Our desire for their acceptance was enough credibility. But do we ever ask ourselves why we wanted their acceptance in the first place or why their acceptance had to be earned? Someone who loves you automatically accepts you. So is it really their acceptance we seek or is it their love? And um, <clears throat> it's hard to admit, but truthfully, I just wanted to be loved. Point blank period. I wanted to be loved by this guy and he didn't want to love me. And I was just like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was just looking at myself in the mirror like, okay, Ruth, this is the reality. You love this guy or you really like this guy and it's just not going to happen. He is not feeling you at all. Like, yes, you're a good woman. Oh God, that's your favorite thing to say. You're a good woman. Oh, God, get out of here. Um, but he doesn't want you. What are you going to do now? Well, I'm all, I just cried. <laughs> I cried. 
But after crying and shedding my tears, I got to work. I got to the work of healing. And I truly healed. Like, honestly, I think this is the quickest I've healed and like the most thorough healing. It's not the most thorough healing, but it's a thorough healing that I've done. And I'm just so grateful for it. Um, but I just, you really have to go through it. And I thank God for rejection because it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't ever about me. Like we, we, we really think like, it's always us like, oh, what did I do wrong? Da, 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 da. We always go to self-condemnation. But honestly, I just have to tell myself, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the time I made myself spend on wondering what I was missing, wondering what part of my body I could change to make him satisfied, wondering what part of my personality could be tweaked to increase his desire for me. I spent all four parts of the day wondering how to make him want me, only to discover that that was impossible in borderline witchcraft. In the time wasted in finding ways to make myself lovable to a man who never wanted to love me, I discovered that it was not me who was missing anything but him. Relax, relax, relax. I realized that he lacked passion for me, and I discovered the blessing in this. What a sweet blessing from God to harden the heart of the man you think you want, the man you think is best for you. What a generous act of love from God to disappoint you with the rejection in your singleness. For there are married women who are rejected by their own spouse. What a blessing it is to be rejected by the wrong men. What a blessing it is for God to make me wait for the right man. The man that loves him with passion, zeal, and boldness. For that man will also love me with the same measure, pressed down, shaken together. It is a blessing to be rejected with passion. For one day, one unbelievable day, I will be pursued with passion. In the same manner, his loveless crumbs of affection left me in tears of doubt, insecurity, and disappointment is the same manner in which I will feast on unconditional love and soak my face with tears of joy. For God's word never fails, and he said that those who sow in tears will reap in joy. The tears you shed in your singleness will not be in vain. He bottles them up to water the blessing he has been specially planting for you. Never again will you wonder if you are enough or why you are not enough, for he will bring you to a man who believes you are more than enough. He will pair you with a man who loves you with an everlasting love, whose eyes are for you and only you, whose heart is for you and only you, and whose mind is always on you and only you. God can do the impossible, even in your love life. Until then, wait. Wait for the man with passion for you. Wait for the man who is eager to have you by his side. The man who feels blessed and favored to have you in his life. The man who does not take you for granted. The man who will not feel your insecurities and be careless with your heart. Wait for the man who cares more about who you are than what you can do for him and to him. Wait for the man who knows your true worth and true value. For the man who knows you are more than a tool for sexual pleasure. 
Wait for the man who sees you as his help in his time of need, his loyal partner in his time of building, his prayer partner in his time of chaos, his friend that sticketh closer than a brother. My darling, wait. For the man God himself will provide specially for you. Thank you for listening to Just Being Ruthie as I poured out my heart to you on my lessons from the beauty of rejection. I hope that those of you healing through a rejection from a person that you hoped would love you back, I hope that you understand why God cannot answer that can you make them love me prayer. And I hope that you learn that you will be loved one day. And I just hope that you have the courage to believe it. I hope that you have the faith to believe that God can do the seemingly impossible even in your love life. Thank you and God bless. Until next time, this is Ruth.